Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. First, Gary, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. Great, great. Um, and, uh, coming uh, off that great game we had last week, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Listen, I, I'm glad Alabama lost. It's good for football that they lost. They don't need, they, <laughs> they, I'm serious. They don't need to be in there every year. They don't need to be in there. Well, that's true. I mean, people like to watch different teams, but... Uh, they're a really good team, Alabama. I got to tell you that. They, you know, for them to play like they did against that Auburn defense with a backup quarterback. So, um, I think sometimes the, the the teams that might face them are happy that Alabama isn't in there also because yeah, they, they are tough to stop. They are tough no, to stop. no question. And and you know what, they're a terrific team. And you know what, so for one year they'll live. Uh, exactly. So, um, here's the thing: Do you think it in any way? Is anything that LSU has to guard against the idea that they're in, even if they lose? I don't think so. The way they played against A and M last week, I think they're on a mission. They got a right, two great leaders. Uh, and Coach Ogeron wants this uh, championship bad, building his program. Uh, Joe Burrow has got his sights set on going undefeated, being the number one seed. Uh, the guy's all about winning everything he does. So no, I do, I do not think that. But I do think I do agree with you. Actually, I think all three teams have earned their spot in the finals. I agree. I agree. I think Clemson has too. I totally agree. And they're not going to lose to Virginia anyway, although the Virginia quarterback is a talented kid uh, uh, and and is a heck of a runner. But I don't uh, think that there's any way they lose. So, And I think they could win the whole thing. So I, I think any one of those three teams could win the whole thing. So with that the case, let me ask you two questions. Do you give Georgia a realistic shot this weekend? Well, the word realistic is, is tough. I, I do think that they play really well on turf. I think they're really comfortable in this building. But this year they've been so challenged at wide receiver. And in this game, I think they have to give their defense some hope on offense. You know, I mean, they, their defense is, is a legitimate championship defense. But if they continue to play at the level they've been playing at on offense, the, the defense is going to lose hope, and they will not be able to keep up with this LSU team. So I think that I think the defense can give LSU problems only if the Georgia offense gives them some hope. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I mean, four straight games here, Jake Fromm has thrown less than 50% passing. Four games in a row, it's unheard of for a top-life team like Georgia. He, he's really struggling. Their team seems to have trouble, you know, moving the ball and having confidence and calling every play. And he's, he's had some open guys that he's missed. But they'll have the home field advantage. There'll be more than 50%. Uh, I, I think 50% of the fans are Georgia fans. And then it breaks down from dignitaries and other people. But I think the biggest slice that LSU will have there will be about 25% of the crowd. So it will be a Georgia-flavored home crowd. All right, we're talking with Gary Danielson. Uh, here's the question. Utah and uh, Oklahoma both win by about the same margin. Right. They're both about the same favorite. One's a six, one's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over their respective opponents. Uh, who goes, Utah or Oklahoma? Well, I have a lot of respect for the people on the committee. I think they've got a terribly tough job trying to slice this thing so finely to figure out which team is better than the other. But I'm a little bit confused here that they've got Utah at number five. And if they, so they, they feel at this point, they've been telling us that after every week, they rank them as if there would be no more games. 
So if they feel that Utah is a better team right now than Oklahoma or Baylor, if Utah wins, how can they all of a sudden turn Bingo. to be a, I totally a, a worse agree. team? I totally agree. And that's uh, why that I think that's why I think Oklahoma deserves with a win over Oregon, which is not easy. I think Oklahoma. I think Utah deserves to go. Plus, I want to see Utah go because here's why: everyone goes there with these offensive teams and tries to outscore these guys. Utah's going to go there and try and play defense and play special teams, and that's something different for a change. I want to see the game because they're a different team. They're not a good offensive team. They're a defensive team, a yeah, special yeah, teams I, team, I, I and hope, it might not I hope work. You're right. And it might not work. Right. It might Washington. not work. But you know what? Oklahoma's going to give up 50 points to, uh, oh, or 60 points true. to those guys. We've seen that act before. We haven't right. seen it with Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't, I don't I need will... to see Oklahoma give up 65 <laughs> points to those guys. I know what's going to well, happen. Well, it's, it's a good point. But we saw that with Washington, too, when they went in there. And they said, we're going to play a different brand. We're a defensive team. And, and they, they just did not match up. I, I, one of the things that I think about when Utah is muscling these teams out in the Pac-12 that is not the type they're going to team they're going to see, and they're not going to be able to muscle them as easily as they have been. So if they don't have the muscle, what do they have is my question. You know, how do they match up? That doesn't matter. I don't care who the committee might think who they think would win the game. doesn't really matter to me. I actually think that this year the Pac-12 and Utah deserves that they'd have a, they've had a better season top to bottom. And look at it this way. If Oregon would have decided to play, I don't know, give me a team, East Washington State, if there is such a school, instead of Auburn, they would have a shoe-in. The winner of that game would be in right now. So I don't see how they can leapfrog Oklahoma or Baylor over Utah right now. It's, if Now, if Utah loses, and it's very possible they could. Oregon has a team and a first-round draft quarterback that could beat Utah. I think that's the only way that I would put Oklahoma or Baylor in. What advice would you give Jim Harbaugh right now? You know, he's been a constant uh, conversation the last few years. It was three years ago he came with, what, six inches from beating Ohio State. And since then, Urban Meyer has distanced that team in talent and style and uh, it seems almost intensity week in and week out. And the only thing I know about Jimmy, you knew him too. You know, as an NFL player, as an NFL coach, he's a high intensity guy. He's not going to push the chip in and say chips in and say I can't do it. I just think he has to buckle under, buckle down, get in there, find some players that are rough and tough as he is. Look out at that team and go. We have to retool, and we just got to get better. Ohio State is better than us right now. It's not just and I, and I listen. It's hard to answer these questions at the end of the game. You know, you're you just got beaten at a home field to your, to your rival, and you know how intense Jim is. And then you get asked questions: What's the difference? That's tough. But I think when he sits down and looks at it and says, "I can't just say they played better than us today. They just look like a better program right now." How do we get back to where they are? And I think he's got a job ahead of him. No question. And I don't. It doesn't. I don't believe he's going to walk out on it. I don't think he can do that. I think he's going to no. stay and try and and try and get it turned around. It's his alma mater. I don't see yep. how he can do that either. I don't think he could look at himself. I think he's going to fight it out. And I don't want to say force somebody to fire him because that that wouldn't be easier either. But I don't. You know, it's not that they're he's trying to rebuild Nebraska here. You know, he's he's not that far away. He but he but he does think he get better because Ohio State has distanced themselves, no doubt.
Oh yeah, no. These teams have dis- yeah the, at the top have clearly distanced themselves. Uh, I don't think there's any question. And give LSU credit because they've yeah. done what they've done on the fly. What everyone said they couldn't do, and they have they've put an offense out there that could go with their defense. They've gone out there, and now they're a complete team. So they they've done it, uh, and give them credit for that because you know Georgia closed the gap a couple of years ago, uh, and then if it wasn't for some silly mistakes, would have been in great shape, but. Uh, clearly, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, LSU are on a different level. Georgia would be next, but those teams are on a different level right now. They really are. Yeah. Same thing, though, for this LSU defense. Um, listen, the, the LSU defense plays like three nose tackles. They don't really have a, you know inside guy that gets through the gaps and tackles for the loss. They all just kind of run stuff inside. And then they've got two corners that are both going to be first-round draft picks, Christian Fulton and Derek Stingley Jr., or the third, whatever it is. Um, then the rest of the guys on their field, Mike, are very undersized. So, you know, there's five. That means they've got six basic safeties on the field. George's path to me with that offensive line is to muscle them on the edges. Get outside and kind of keep the ball away from the LSU offense and kind of demoralize LSU's offense by running the ball, taking six, eight plays, and kind of uh, taking the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. And then I think Burrow may feel a little bit of pressure against that athletic Georgia defense. But there is a path. It's not going to be easy. And I think it's Georgia playing physical football on the edges. Gary Danielson. Gary, I know it's a ways away, but uh, at first glance, Burroughs had that magical season. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to go to Cincinnati. I'd be shocked. Right, he and he's done nothing wrong. But right now, in the big game, you like him or you like Lawrence? Lawrence is a better quarterback, a better prospect. Uh, and I, I think he's got. He's, he's a. I mean, he's a. He's got a better arm. He's a bigger, stronger guy. I mean, if I had to take one quarterback or the other, I'm taking Lawrence. I mean, I think Lawrence is the best looking one of those big pocket passes I've seen in a long time. Uh, he reminds me. You know, he looks like the real deal. Uh, which one? So you like? Do you like Burrow as much as Lawrence? I do. I think you're really trying to cut it thin here. I mean, this might be, you know, whether you like Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, I mean, or do you like, you know. Uh, so you think Lawrence, you think Burrow's on that level with the Lawrence then? I do. I really wow. do. Uh, wow. I, and, I, and listen, you know, throwing the ball hard, there there is some value to that, okay? I mean, the, the, the kid at, at Buffalo is doing a, a really good job, and in that weather, but there's other style of quarterbacks that can move the ball, and it's not like Joe has a weak arm. It's no. just not a. And you don't, you, know, need like, a well, you don't need a. Hey, Joe Montana proved that obviously. That's you don't exactly need, right. So right. I I really think that he's a special player. He's a special competitor, and I think he'd be perfect. He's the type of leader that Cincinnati's looking. You know, he's like he has that feel to him, like a Boomer Esiason, that when he walks into a room. You know, when Boomer was at Cincinnati, he owned that town, and the team played like his personality. I really believe that Joe Burrow is perfect for the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I agree with that, but I'm saying on the field first, if they meet, you like Lawrence or Burrow. It sounds like you like Burrow. I, I think, you know, that the – well, it's tough. There's four NFL players playing for this Clemson offense. There are two receivers, Etnan, they're running back – and Burrow, their quarterback, they're tough to stop. And, you know, Clemson's recruiting at the top level, too. They've got a, you know, top 10 pick in Simmons, their linebacker, and I'm sure they're filling in around them. I don't know all their names, won't pretend to. 
But I think, you know, as you said, LSU's retooled so fast. The reason they have is they've always had talent there. They just haven't produced. They haven't had the right fit of play calling and quarterback there. They were always a quarterback short. So now you're seeing what everybody saw when they were underachieving. LSU is loaded in talent this year. Would like to see the game, but you can almost take any combination. I mean, You'd like to see Ohio State play against LSU. You'd like to see Ohio State play against Clemson. Well, I like so the. I also teams. like the advantage that Dabo brings in because he brings in this whole idea with his team that it's us against the world and nobody thinks we're any good. He and has let, sold that this year. He man, has, and, has and, he and ever? And, way, and that works. And in some way, I can see it. You know, I mean, all year there's been nothing to talk about about Clemson because they've been had walkover games all year. They slept walk through the first half of the season, they've kind of gotten their focus as the playoffs have gotten close and they're playing great ball now. But Dabo has used that smartly. I don't blame him. I don't think he's a whiner or anything. I think he's just talking about reality. His team has been a non-entity for 10 weeks and finally they're getting into the conversation. Um, so no, uh, we know you're not expecting any upsets here. So it, right now you think it'll be the big three and Utah. I think Baylor's got a chance to beat Oklahoma, though, and that you know. But I'm I'm going to say that Georgia has a shot in this game. I really do think they play well on the on the turf. I saw them push Alabama all over the field on on turf here. They're going to be physical, and I think they can frustrate LSU. But if there's going to be an upset, the upset I would think I don't know is was Oregon an upset? Is that you know? Oh I, yeah, this year I, I think it is. Yeah. But if they wouldn't have lost to Arizona State, you know that would have been a pick 'em game if they asked me. Right. And they haven't changed any. So, you know, the, the close games. Ohio State's not losing. Clemson's not losing. The other two teams, they could have an upset, and that would it's going to be crazy if Georgia beats them. That means LSU will be fourth. And Joe Burrow will play against Ohio State, and Georgia will play against Clemson. Right now, I think, from at least to my eye, I think Ohio State's the best team this year, from what I've seen. Uh, you agree, or you think LSU is? Uh, I don't know, but I was a little bit surprised that Michigan could move the ball so easily them on the first half. They fumbled away another touchdown opportunity, and they just kind of ran out of hope and gas in the second half. I think Ohio State is going to be surprised when they move up the next weight class, what Clemson and uh, LSU might bring against them. Okay, so it sounds like you think LSU is. I think LSU is a pretty darn good football team. Their defense worries me against a physical team, and Georgia has that team. Interesting. All right, we'll be watching. Thanks, Gary, very much. You got it. Thank you. All right. Gary Danielson, back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.